Welcome to another episode of Change Making Women. Um, this week, um, see, Arda's not around, and so um, it's Marianne here, and I'm going to be talking to a dear friend of mine, Aisha Hannibal, and we're going to be talking a bit about something called um, red tents and women's circles in general, I think, as well. So, welcome, Aisha. It's great to have you on the show. How are you doing? Thank you. Hi. Hi. Yeah, I'm doing well. Good, good. Raisha and I have been um, working on a project together, I think, since 2013. Is that right? I'll make it 2011, actually. Oh, really? Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it could be. It's a while, anyway. <laughs> I make it five years now, which is really? incredible. And this whole thing started, if I remember rightly, which sounds like I probably don't, but, but when you um, were on the lookout for somebody um, to help you with um, building a website, and I remember you put a call out to some women you knew saying, you know, does anyone want to help build a website? And I perhaps slightly stupidly said, oh, you know, I think I could teach myself, you know, I've built like a two-page one for myself. I think that you said, no, I can absolutely do that. And I was, <laughs> I was uh, put all my trust in you and actually you totally delivered. So <laughs> don't do yourself down. That's very kind of you. <laughs> but maybe it might, um, it'd be interesting for you to tell us a little bit about what motivated you to have the idea that led to the Red Tent Directory. Okay, so... Well, back in um, 2010, um, I decided with, with a few other women um, to set up a red tent in Brighton. Mm. And I'd been to a couple of red tents before, and they just kind of blown me away of this way of being with other women who you, who you might not know. Yeah. And, and yet you have this opportunity to just kind of rest and and talk about how you really are like cut all the small talk and and you know putting on a front all of that goes and you just can be with whatever's going on for you at that time and I just thought this is brilliant I want more people to have this experience so I set up um, a red tent in Brighton and maybe we should say a little bit for people listening that maybe have never heard of red tents just a bit about the um kind of the concept of what a red tent is and how it works so it's a meeting for just women right yeah so it's it's for women to come together um and i mean the the word the wording itself comes from um anita diamond's book the red tent which kind of harks back to a, a time in history um where women came together on the new moon and it was a chance for storytelling and and an opportunity really to just learn about all the things that might happen in your life as women, like inter intergenerational learning. Yeah. And uh, yeah. so that's where the words come from. So people might have read that book and been inspired. Yeah. And in fact, the book is, is set in Bible times, isn't it? And it's a story of women who in the Bible are pretty insignificant, but she kind mm. of imagines them having this, tent where they come together and and, it, and it's also where they bleed isn't it in in the book yeah 
um so yeah yeah that's that that's kind of the inspiration for the word but I think um we found haven't we over the years that there's quite a few different people who are sharing this idea around Mm -hmm. in sort of modern times and I know it's sort of it draws on that history that's in that book and also there there are um other traditions around the world of women um coming together when they bleed or at a certain time in the month and and it kind of draws on that but it's something that's sort of taken a different maybe a slightly different form in um in our sort of contemporary culture I guess so yeah tell us a bit about like how how the bright and red tent works you know how, how you set that up so so basically red tents are about um an opportunity to to one afternoon a month to to hang out with with other people other women in mm. your community and yeah. um and really to kind of look after yourself and um both able to say a little bit about what's going on for you and to really listen to other people so i suppose the the idea really is to, so you can be more present in your life yeah. after you've kind of been in this in this setting of um of feeling connected and relaxed yeah and i guess people might be wondering if they've never been to something like that like how does how how is it different like what makes it a red tent different from just um maybe having all your girlfriends over for you know a drink or something you know what is it about it that's that's you know sets it apart i guess yeah no i think that's a really good question because People have said to me, well, I've got really good mates, so why do I, why would I want to go to something like that? And for me, it's about, it's about this whole thing of, of women meeting together in a circle. Yeah. So you, you have the opportunity to, to speak, to talk about how you are, um, like in your life and also, you know, on the day you're meeting. And and to be honest about that, and, um, and each person gets an opportunity to speak. But I think the beauty that sets it apart from hanging out with, with your friends is that no one can respond to what you say. It's like you get the opportunity to just talk, and then, and then that's just there. You, you can um, fully own what you're saying, and it can just be out there. Whatever it is, you know, happy story, you're going through a difficult time, you can be vulnerable and it's and it's okay no one responds and judges or or anything or tries to fix you i guess as well advice that's the thing that i love about it is it sort of like encourages people not to the format is like don't give advice (laughs) don't try and fix me (laughs) just let me be what i am (laughs) kind of thing yeah yeah exactly and also you're not having to do that in like an arm stretched out kind of way you're just everyone has the opportunity to speak and and no one is given any advice or you know and I don't know until you've really experienced that you kind of don't realize that that's something that's missing from your life I am and so I'd had I'd been to a few red tents before we um, before we decided to start the directory as well. And I always mm. had had that feeling as well afterwards, like this is, you know, this is really something that feels very different from ordinary interaction with, you know, the many female friends that I have in my life. And, and it's, it did, does feel to me like something that somehow is missing. 
that sort of yeah circles of women I guess so places where you can be and you can share honestly but there's not this kind of either competition or advice or fixing or you know there's there's no need for there to be anything more than what is I guess yeah or something really special actually yeah I agree and I think that also um, because each person gets a chance to talk everyone just slows down and you you actually you learn how to listen without judging or um, you know having to think about how you're going to respond because you're not and and I think that we don't often like there's a lot of pressure on on women these days in terms of um you know we want to be amazing in our jobs we want to be great mothers if we've had children we want to be good human beings in the world and and so you know actually to be somewhere where you can relax yeah um i think i think you can do that more when you're together because if someone gives you an hour to to of your own time sometimes it's hard to know what to do with it to actually get the most out of it for yourself of resting yeah it's true whereas there's something about the setup of being with other women with that same intention of sharing where they're at and then you know kind of slowing down a bit that Mm. really is support supports you in doing that for yourself right yeah yeah kind of something you have to try out in a way I guess (laughs) yeah to know what that is but I mean we talk a lot about kind of the being rather than doing and you know I suppose being would be really just taking off all the the roles that we play in in life and you know the the constantly running around and and thinking about the next moment and just being able to be in the moment that you're in yeah Um, and that's a really good description of it Aisha the taking off of our roles because there are so many there are so many sometimes you know like you know you, you might be a partner or wife or whatever a mom or, you know someone at work and then there may be various other things you do and it's like you get to lay them all down right yeah yeah and for yourself too because I think that um you know sometimes you don't know what you're going to talk about and then once you're just given the opportunity um you're, you're both speaking and kind of listening to what you're saying and you're going oh is that how I really am I hadn't really yeah. thought about it because when people say how are you I think that we rarely actually answer honestly <laughs> yeah that's definitely I don't know if that's a, it could be that that's a culture thing but that's so true certainly in the UK isn't it it's like mm. how are you fine <laughs> it's a sort of really standard response I'm fine yeah well, you're fine, but also you're, you're thinking, how much time do you have? Um, do you, you know, really care? Do you <laughs> no, care? How, you know, and also, where were we last time? What news do I need to share? Yeah. Um, so it's, yeah, it's not, it's not necessarily because we're distant from each other. I think it's just that we don't know, we often don't know how we really are until we, we slow down and take the time to, to consider it. Yeah. Absolutely. And so if someone just just um, to say a little bit more about what happens at a red tent, so we've talked about um, sharing in circle and then, you know, um, what else could people expect? Like if someone who's listening to this does um, go and look for a red tent near them, what else mm-hmm. might they expect to happen there? Well, uh, one of the things I really love about it is that it's, you know, it's 
really um, accessible for people. It, you know, you can pop up a red tent um, in your lounge yeah. and a lot of people, they might decorate their lounge with some red fabrics or something to kind of make it um, look different than the everyday. So it creates yeah. this, um, you know, a, a different setting where something something else can happen for that afternoon. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean... People do all kinds of things, but it might include um, like someone might want to tell a story or read something that they've, they've read that was inspiring, or you could have music, someone might want to sing, or, or even like we've had kind of massage where everyone will, will massage each other's shoulders or take time in, in small groups. And so it's, it's almost like you just you never know what it's gonna what's gonna kind of transpire in the time together but it um it's about meeting each whatever needs there are that arise that people might have as a way to rest and to connect yeah that's a good description i think so i wanted to move on and talk about um the directory a little bit more because yeah. i started by saying that um We've worked together to build something called the Red Tent Directory over the past mm. five years. <laughs> um, yeah. And um, I, wanted to, I wanted to share a bit about it with people because I think for me, it's of, of all the things that I've done and projects I've been involved in, it's been a really interesting um, kind of example of sort of organic growth and something that there was sort of we sensed there was a need for and then that it, you know it, that got validated in the process but um I wanted just to ask you to remind me and sort of share with our listeners like what what um made you what you know what was your impetus for for kind of seeking someone else to help you with the website which turned out to be me but what was your yeah you know what was what sparked you to think about the directory in the first place uh, well, one of the things was that whenever I find something that I really enjoy, I my next thought is everyone should have this. I, yeah. you know, so um, and Brighton Red Tent was by no means the first red tent in in the UK, but um, I was thinking, well, actually, how would we find out if each other's were having, you know, people were holding these red tents because it's almost become something that's you know if you hear about it then you get to go but otherwise it's quite unseen yeah so i was thinking and i've got experience of doing other directories so i did in the past a directory about um sustainability and and different things so i thought okay well a listing site of of all the red tents and then also through that we can support people to start their own and i think that um you know taking away the illusion that it's that it's a clique or you know you have to have special skills to do it just saying you know if, you, if you're interested then maybe we can we can help you to do one wherever you are in in the country um, yeah brilliant <laughs> so that was it and also i had a really great conversation with jules wingfield when we were on a, a course together about um mentoring teenage girls and um and she also was saying, you know, we need to, to have something where, where people can find out about other red tents. So it also kind of built from sparking off other women's ideas who were saying, yeah, there's a need for this. So, yeah. um, so then I put out the call 
saying, I've got a good idea, but I've got no um, people to make it happen. <laughs> and that's when we got involved in doing this project together, wasn't it? And yeah, um, yeah it's been a really interesting journey. And, that, that, you know, that's why I thought it would be interesting to talk about it on the show because, um, yeah, we started off, I think, with like, I don't know if we had like five listings or like, I don't remember how many we launched with, but I remember thinking of, blimey, we've only got a few, you know. <laughs> yeah gonna have to launch with what we've got and they were like women we knew who were holding red tents in a few different places in the country and mm. we just kind of went with it didn't we and I built something I, I, I taught myself some quite a bit of how to build it just by watching YouTube videos <laughs> I didn't have that much else to do at the time or something I don't know but, um, I love the truth comes out now I was like oh yeah, Mary Ann's a web designer I knew how to build a website but like <laughs> yeah, there were things know. that I didn't know <laughs> Yeah. Well, we both learn. We both learn as we've gone along, and yeah. and I think that both of us having experience in working in the charity sector and and doing things in in um, in like you know structural way or strategic way, and I think that what we've brought to this project is is trying to marry um, just a more kind of fluid way of things growing. So, yeah. like you say, we launched with like five red tents. Um, and we didn't have this really clear plan or, you know, target no, we, set or anything. We, we just didn't said, really have one at all, yeah. And we didn't need that because actually we knew that it was happening. And the whole point was that I'd done a lot of research and I could find very little. But I thought people will find us. And I think that's what we found, actually. Yeah, it's um, absolutely been born out, hasn't it? I think yeah. we're up to... I, we, we must be getting close to 100 tents now. I haven't counted them recently. But yeah, close to 100 listings. Of, and we are now listing in not just the UK, but... Um, and actually now recently, I don't know, very recently we, we started getting tents in um, Scotland because for a while we didn't have any in Scotland for some reason, but we've now started getting them. So we've got, we're all over the UK, um, England, Wales, Scotland and... Uh, Northern Ireland and Ireland as well I think and then mm. we're in some some countries in Europe we've we decided to list as well at some point because we were basically people asked us to list didn't they mm. and yeah. we were like okay all right <laughs> and we started with like one in France and then now we have I think I don't know how many European other other European countries but um maybe like it's quite a lot Sweden and Romania Spain France Portugal. Austria yeah Germany yeah quite um, a few quite a few definitely yeah. um so definitely we I, it feels like we were sort of we created something that responded to a need with your mm. great idea basically yeah it's been interesting <laughs> well yeah it, it's it's like often you have good ideas and you have to kind of convince people about them but really it's not it's not anything to do with us it's that we've just kind of provided this resource for yeah. uh, you know an ever-growing community and you know one of the things that I love about red tents is that because people are meeting all over the world in this way that by sitting in a in a circle in a red tent you're connecting with a woman in, in another community doing the same way so the same thing yeah. and so you know actually it's it's this kind of network of, of women coming together all over the world um so yeah we've just provided a you know a vehicle for people to find out about their nearest one 
Yeah, and then over time we've started providing a bit of other stuff as well, haven't we? So we have the toolkit as well now, which is about how to set up a red tent that we wrote between us um, yeah. a few years ago that, that's just a free resource that we have there. Mm. What else do we have? A bit We help people by email as well a bit um, if they have questions and want mm. our advice about setting up red tents or just support or or, or in, you know information maybe about things and then we have a Facebook group too which mm-hmm. has also just grown completely kind of without any attempts to grow it if you know what I mean <laughs> mm-hmm. to um and to be a space where people also share about their red tents um and activities that are going on in them so yeah yeah it's definitely been an interesting kind of interesting thing for me of, um to be involved in something that yeah, we've done a bit differently, like you said, I think. That's mm. true. Where we've just kind of let it grow its own way. It's kind yeah. of the way it's, it, it sort of wants to, in a way. And, um, that's, and we've tried to work as, as, as much as we can in a way that's like reflects the concept of Red Tent. So, so to sort mm. of not completely like wind ourselves up or exhaust ourselves with all the stuff we're meant to do on the red tent directory but to kind of be very mindful of how much time we've got to put into this it's a voluntary project it's not the main thing that any of us do and we've had lots of other women work with us over the years and we still have some working with us now Mm -hmm. but just sort of like what time do you realistically have what can you contribute and just do that in 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 a way that reflects what red tents are about which is about being you know, staying connected to yourself, giving yourself time to rest, giving yourself time to connect both to what your own needs are and then also to the needs of women around you. I think that's been a really interesting journey for me. Yeah, definitely. I I, I think it's that kind of wider um, looking at female leadership and kind of saying, well, can we do it in a way that doesn't lead to burnout because we're trying to, you know, be on all the time and and actually just more recognizing that it's more of an ebb and flow and sometimes we're going to have more time and energy to commit to it and sometimes you know other life commitments are more important and that and that that's okay that there's space for that too yeah no it's, it's been a really interesting journey that and the other thing with it is that we've we've um both been sort of com- very committed to sort of trying to make red tents um accessible to more women as well so as well as sort of collecting the tents that were out there and get you know being mm-hmm. there so that women could find us and list their tents we've also wanted to kind of a bit more as the years have gone by kind of spread this idea because we feel that it's so valuable you know the the concept of women sitting together in circle in their community regularly Mm. and having this experience of a non basically non-judgmental non-competitive environment with other women that's Mm. supportive and nurturing and Mm. I guess that's what the toolkit is about sort of I guess helping women start tents but also in a way promoting that idea I guess Mm. uh, as something that we feel is positive Um, and the newsletters we do are also about that in a way that we do um, the e-newsletter now every month and in there we have you know ideas that are related to or um, you know how to do things in your tent or also you know related information and ideas 
Mm. So I guess we're also, um, we're not just a vehicle. <laughs> no. We're, we're a vehicle with loads of, you know, like happy people on the vehicle waving flags and yeah, throwing tying a few out. other things on. Yeah. <laughs> and a few balloons yeah. and things yeah. that sort yeah. of come in there. <laughs> yeah. No, and I think that, you know, actually, I mean, I love that red tents can, can happen anywhere, that anyone can, can start one. So, yeah, like you say, the toolkit is really about saying, yes, you, if you want one, then we'll help you create that. Um, and really trusting that, that if it, you know, that, that they get the support they need, that it's not just individuals doing it, that it's, it's groups of women holding that together. Um, but yeah, it can be, it can work for everybody in every community. Um, or even when we say community, it could be that it's within female prisons or, you know, other contexts where, where women are, are all together. And, you know, I'm just all for, for really, I suppose there's this, I don't know about you, Mary, but I watch a lot of films with women in and I'm, I'm always just there, you know, almost with a notepad going, look at the way they're depicting women as hating each other, jealous, you know, competing for the man or the job yeah. or whatever. Um, and I think that, you know, and my experience, um, I've had that experience too, but I've also had an experience where women are just so loving towards each other and supportive and, you know, you help people out in any situation. So we're kind of giving voice to that, to that way of being that, that women are a real force of, of encouragement and support for each other. Yeah. And that it's not about um, who's better or that someone is judging you to be, you know, a failure or not. Um, so for me, I think that I want to see that voice more um, in the world and supposedly in the media, because I think that that's where um, we see this kind of like cat fighting and, and, you know, this other view of women. Absolutely. So yeah there's something quite countercultural about it even though the thing you know red tents in themselves can be something really quite simple you know in meeting in your home or in someone else's home for a few hours a month but there's something yeah as you say quite countercultural about really allowing it to be a meeting for women that's not any of those kinds of judgmental or competitive kind of interaction and really being clear about that and having a structure which is what we described earlier really simple but really works in our experience of you know every woman gets to share for maybe a specific period of time and while she's sharing we're not interrupting or giving our take on it or doing any of the things that we might normally do and that we might do in our workplaces or in our families or in our everyday lives and just in that simple act of letting her sharing be what it what it is it's like a it's a it's like switching on a different um different way of being or something like it's okay for her to be her and you to be you and to support each other in that you know there's something yeah yeah it sounds simple and yet it's it's a real, um, yeah, it's a real call out to a different way of being, I think. 
Yeah, and also I think you realise that you're not alone in this. Yeah. So you're kind of, you know, right. you're struggling on, you're trying to do this and do that and, you know, not always coping really well with all of it. And then and then there you are sitting in a room with other people sharing things that could be coming from you too. Um, so you suddenly go, oh, actually, we're really not that different and it's really yeah. okay that, you know, I... I feel the way I do because they're feeling, you know, Different similarly. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's, a, there's another thing as well for me about um, red tents where you have this agreement at the beginning that, it, that it's confidential. So whatever's said in that circle on that day is, is, remains just within those people, that it's not shared outside of, about, of that yeah. time. And, you know, in our society where so much is documented and, and um, you know, even on, like social media being a really good example yeah. Of, yeah. of people know what you're up to, they've seen your pictures and, and all of this, you, you kind of, the, our sense of privacy, um, I think, is, is changing all the yeah. time. And so to be somewhere where you can actually talk and be honest um, because it's true for that moment, but it might not be true the next day, but no one's going to kind of call you on it. Yeah, um, absolutely. I think it's really important. Yeah, absolutely. I so, so value that as well. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, what's about to, sorry, I lost my thread. We'll get rid of that bit. Um, <laughs> um, what was I going to say? So, um, yeah, I, no, so if something that came up for me before we started talking was I was thinking about um, a lot of the um, projects that I've seen that have kind of like um, women's groups or women's, um, yeah, generally women's groups. They set up women's groups in maybe in places where there's a, maybe around a particular issue or um, mm. particular concern. So like, you know, women's groups around maybe sexual health issues or women's groups around maybe savings and money and that kind of thing. And mm. I was thinking about like um, the relationship between that and this kind of the, the sort of red tent setup or women's circles in general that are along this kind of model that we've been talking about. And um, something occurs to me, which is that... Um, a lot of the time um, women's groups are kind of set up for them by somebody, you know, there's kind of mm. somebody that kind of uh, maybe external or, or slightly um, an organization saying that sort of sets up women's groups for a specific purpose. And there's value in that. And often that's about teaching about a particular subject or encouraging action on a particular issue. There's mm. be great value in that. And sometimes that can also lead to like women going and taking action around that and continuing to do that and doing that for time. But often mm. it, I don't think it does really lead to this kind of connection and um, I think one, so one of the things I think is really valuable about red tents and, and other women's circles that are in uh, this kind of mode is that um, there's something about it being sort of co-created by a group of women mm. and about or at least even if somebody kind of takes on the setting up of it or one or two women do that but something about the sort of um openness to whatever comes 
that it doesn't have to go somewhere. It doesn't have to be about something. There aren't any like outcomes at the end of it that you must demonstrate to someone out there, <laughs> a funder or a government or an organization. But actually yeah. it, it just, you know, it really allows what's true to be, be there and be present. And I think like there's a lot of um, a lot of parts of our lives where we don't have that, and maybe it'd be really valuable. So I was actually thinking about like you know about like a women's circle or red tent, you know, in an in an organisation, you know, mm. like a time when it was okay not to be doing anything mm. apart from just sharing how you are. Now, obviously, you know, it would be slightly different if you know it was your colleague. But still, I was kind mm. of thinking along those lines and thinking, you know, what could be like what would be different in the world if there was more of that, this sort of space? Mm. So I was wondering what you thought about that. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I think it's a really good point that um, a lot of, when I've seen women's groups set up and I, you know, always, um, always excites me actually, because I just think excellent, you know, um, that women's needs and, and values and discussions are important important and we need to make time for them but um but also that there's it's not often that mixed so i think one of the things that's that's really important about when you have well red tents being an example but other women's groups too is that you might have people who are all different ages and have got different life experience and and we can stay quite um categorized into like age brackets or you know I've recently become a mum so suddenly now I'm I'm you know in a community with other mums yeah and and that's really wonderful but then I think oh it'd be lovely to spend time with women that are also grandparents and women that you know are wondering about whether to have children or not because I'm now this side and I might be able to say well yeah I have those thoughts too so I think that yeah. this like conversation that spans a lifetime, yeah. um, you know, as women, we go through so many um, different life experiences like, you know, menstruation and, and pregnancy and abortion and miscarriage and birth and, and then all the others that as humans, we experience like grief and, and, you know, life joyful moments too. Mm -hmm. So you just think, well, actually, there's there's a lot to to share, and by doing so, we learn from each other. Um, yeah. So we're not being forced, like you say, that when it's like a thematic reason, like women coming together to talk about sexual health, that's really important. But also, it would be good if it was just like a, a much wider um, yeah. discussion point, or or there was pressure of you know, it must lead down this road. Yeah, exactly. It's something. There's something about the flexibility and and uh, of the of the. There's a structure, and then it's whatever comes into it is good. It, that that's really, um, yeah. It's really it's really different, and I think mm. it's really valuable. Yeah. Um, maybe let's talk about. Um, so so where the directory is now. I think we've probably got like about. Yeah, getting close to a hundred tents. What's your so so you came up with the idea and I joined you in it in the early days. Where like if I was to say to you now, like where do you think it will go, or what you know, how, 
what what's your sort of not so much vision for it but sense of it you know sense of this what feels like a sort of growing movement that's sort of grown and we've been able to meet a bit of a need in it to um share information basically like what's your sense of red tents and where they're going and what's you know what's going on (laughs) yeah what is going on um i well i mean actually um there's kind of there's my vision and then what's just happening you know kind of as the the global movement of red tents but one of the things is that what we've seen over recent years is that people have have experienced a a red tent you know for them as 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 women and then they've gone actually there's a real need for this for for younger women Um, and and maybe as much as they're welcome at any red tent maybe there's also um there's also a need for it to just be for, um, you know, women in that kind of teenage um, age bracket yeah. to, to come together and, and experience what it might be to have this confidential place where you can speak and be really listened to. Um, so I think that I, yeah, I'd like to see more of that happening. And, um, you know, the, the ripple effect is, is huge like the potentials there um and i I think that we will just see them spreading in you know further field in more countries or or they are present in those countries but we don't know about them but i also think that people that really value it they're suddenly saying yeah how can how can i bring this to um to someone i feel would really benefit from it who who Mm. are those women that um that would like to come together in this way Um, yeah 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 and that's why I said about prisons because I feel like um you know to have the autonomy to talk about what you want to talk about but also whatever your need might be it's places where you know there isn't that level of kind of safety or you know the to be vulnerable might not be seen to be kind of a safe place <laughs> to do that in yeah. and and yet there's the potential for connection and community um there too so i just i always kind of go who who would really benefit from this and and how can we make it um like accessible for for anyone to just go right okay let's have some of that I, I need I need to nourish myself in that way too or to build you know build a sense of trust with, with women you know yeah. that's yeah. that might be something that a lot of people have never experienced before in their life yeah and I think that although like a red tent itself might be you know a few hours or you know an afternoon once a month um the, there is a ripple effect that happens in, um, you know, the, the way you might connect with some of those people or even other women in your life as a result of um, yeah. going along. I think that there's 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 some shift that can happen on a you know on a on another level. Um, mm. And for me, there's something mm. about like knowing that. Um, other women are going through some of the things you're going through 
Mm. It's one of the things. But then also that there is this potential of being able to express yourself without, um, A, um, thinking that anyone's going to try and give you their opinion or advice. Mm. <laughs> and B, now in time, having got used to that structure, like the, the relief of not having to offer it either if unless it's wanted you know yeah it's really um yeah Yeah, i think we well what i've found is that i've learned how to um communicate better because actually listening it's a real skill that i i think a lot of people um you know could could do with kind of um having the opportunity to practice it a bit more because uh, when you when you really listen and you're not thinking about what you have to say yeah you can really just sit back there and and i mean i think empathy comes from a place where you um have compassion for another person wh- whatever they're saying you can hear it and and you have a sense of what that m- might be like for them um yeah. and and for me the more empathy we have you know we're women are 51% of the world, you know, the more empathy that we can share with, with each other about what's happening, what people are, are experiencing on a day to day basis, then, you know, I think that fosters peace. So, you know, the compassion that can come from really listening, um, I think is, is really powerful. Yeah. I second that. And I think it's actually a beautiful, a beautiful way to end probably <laughs> is that um we should we should share about where people can find the directory so um mm. red tent directory is just www.redtentdirectory.com and um there's a little bit of a story about us and how we how we got started on that and there's also um um the the toolkit that we talked about and a place to sign up for our newsletter and um listings of red tents as we said in the uk and elsewhere in europe that people can find um and there's contact us there so um, a way to get in touch with um the the directory which is um us and some women that work with us um and we can sort of send you in the right direction if you're wanting support around any of the things we talked about this evening um a last what, what a last word maybe Aisha what um well I was thinking maybe just saying about um you know to to all the listeners about the film called things that we don't talk about yeah and and that really tells um some of kind of the the, the wider story of Elisa Starkweather and her vision of red tents um, so it shows a bit more of the, the lineage of red tents in the world yeah um, so one of the people that inspired us being Elisa Starkweather who's a woman in in, in um, America who we both know and uh, that there's a film that was made by um, Isadora what's her I don't remember her other name now a woman called Isadora <laughs> and we'll put it below the the, um we'll put it below the podcast and she made a film that includes elisa and lots of other women um and it shows yeah um this concept of red tents and they're they're they're, the ones in the film are are bigger red tents than some of the ones that we know about here but um it shows this idea of sharing about the things we don't talk about and how important and and um life-changing that can be for women and I think, um, yeah, 
sorry, was there something else you wanted to say about it, Alicia? No, <laughs> I think you said it beautifully. I mean, what it does is it kind of makes you um, hungry for for doing something like that. So it might make you look up where your nearest red tent is and to go along because you just think, well, I'm curious and, yeah. uh, and you know, see if you like it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the last thing that maybe I wanted to say about it, and it sort of relates to my work and and, uh, my sort of desire to support women who want to make a difference in the world, is that Mm. I've always had this sense, which we talked about a bit already, but of this work being like a critical um, component of how we kind of change... um, things that are messed up in the world and it's sometimes hard to explain why I think that is exactly but there's something about women coming together and women's coming together in ways that we've not been doing basically and um, maybe not been doing because our culture has sort of pushed us away from each other and um, there's something about doing that that feels um, like a little seed of something and it feels like it the ripple effects of it um can make a difference for not just the women that show up but can you know the the sort of the people around them their families the other Mm -hmm. women they know that that somehow there's a spark of something that that transforms something in us that can be kind of yeah transformative on a bigger scale um that, that, that that's that's been my kind of um motivation really for um keeping going with the work is like with the work on this project is like Mm. i feel like there's something really transformative about this simple act of holding these these um red tents it feels like something Mm. there's more than it appears if you know yeah (laughs) i do no i do and i also think that if you are a change maker in the world you need to you know, we need to um, make sure that we rest and we take time, time to do that and time to be quiet. And, and I think that red tents really offer that. So I think that, yeah, for change to be sustainable and long lasting, um, radical self-care is essential. <laughs> yeah. And actually that's, that's one of the things I'm writing about at the moment and I'm going to be talking about it on um, the show in a couple of weeks. So in relation to my new project. So <laughs> watch this space if you're listening. Great. <laughs> Thank you so much Aisha for um, coming on and talking to me this evening on Change Making Women. It's really good to talk to you and um, mm. share a bit of our experience and ideas and with our listeners so thank you so much and have a brilliant rest of your evening yeah thank you yeah it's been a pleasure you're so welcome mm-hmm. bye 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 and our theme tune over and over was written and performed by eleanor brown who you can find at eleanorbrownmusic.com <laughs>